Today I want to encourage you with simply the word that the Holy Spirit has put in my heart for you. This is a time of big change for you. There's so much going on in your mind. There's so much you're trying to evaluate and decide and you've been faithful and you're waiting on God to do his thing. You haven't lost your faith and I want to encourage you and and remind you and let you know that God sees your faithfulness. He sees that you're committed and he knows that you believe and you belong to him and your eternity and your future rests with him. That is safe and that is secure and that is sacred and God honors that and that is the reason you're still able to smile today is the breath in your lungs. It's God and he's so glad that you belong to him. He's so glad that you have acknowledged the truth. He's so pleased that you acknowledge Jesus with your lips and that you live a life of love. Yet life is still hard for you today and you're wondering why. Because you know the truth and you live according to the truth and it's still hard. And it just doesn't make sense. Why Why this uncertainty? Why hasn't God showed you the next step? Why do you feel so stuck? And why does he feel distant? You've done what the word says. The word says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. And you've spent time trying to draw near to God. And it's just not the same as it used to be. The Holy Spirit wants me to encourage you to keep going. He wants me to remind you that even Abraham, the man we revere as the most faithful man to have ever lived. You know, even Abraham never saw the fruition of the promises of God. God told him about these descendants and about the land that he would inherit. Yet he never saw the fullness of that promise. So what was it about his faith? What was the reward that he received that God promised? And his reward was eternity. And the reason I'm saying that to you is you have done all the right things. Please don't go back and question the things that you've done. You do belong to God and he does see you and he is so pleased with you. You have done the right things and you're continuing to do the right things. In fact, if you're listening to this message right now, it means you're still seeking him and that is the right thing. But I want you to know that seeking him is not to get some sort of reward here on earth. He may have told you something that's going to happen here on earth and that's great and his promises are true. But I want you to open your mind to the higher perspective that he has and the fact that his timetable might not be on your lifetime. Our life, an entire lifetime, my life, a hundred years, is just a blink of the eye of God. It's just a blink of his eye. It's nothing in the span of eternity, yet we are important to him. And that's the beautiful And the mind-blowing part about this life is we are so small, yet we're so big. We're big because we're loved by God. And His love is all that matters. And it's not about getting a raise, and it's not about getting more money, and it's not about people liking you or respecting you for what you do or for your faith. It's not about that. Even Jesus, the only man to have ever walked a blameless life, even Jesus paid the ultimate price for sin. So how can we expect anything different when we've lived a life of sin? 
How can we expect to have it any different than Jesus did? He was torn inside out, left on a cross to die, bled out for us. We weren't even born yet. We hadn't even admitted that we believe in him. Before anybody acknowledged that Jesus is the Son of God, before anybody truly understood what he did, God had already given his Son. And that's the beautiful thing. And the reward has already happened. The reward is Jesus Christ himself. The reward is the love of God. So if you feel lost or empty today, feel a little bit incomplete or distraught, confused, it's because you're not wrapping your mind around the love of God. And how could we ever? It's so great. He paid the ultimate price. There's no way to fully understand it. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and his presence His presence is all we need. And that's what fulfills you and sustains you. And I want you to seek that. When you seek God today, instead of seeking his blessing or his miracle, please understand that his love is the miracle. His love is the blessing. And that already happened. The fact that you're alive and are able to seek God, that you're able to even establish a relationship with him, that you're able to want him, that you're able to at least understand a little bit of who he is, that he's the creator of all things, that is the gift. So life can throw whatever it wants at us today, and it's going to hurt and it's going to sting. Our flesh is still human, but it's nothing in eternity. It's all going to fade away. The word tells us that this world is going to slip away, and God's love is the only thing that will remain. And these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And that's what we get to walk in today. And I hope that encourages you. I hope that encourages you. This is the weirdest form of encouragement to say, hey, God loves you, but you're not going to get the gift yet. I think that's the whole point of life. I hope you're able to laugh in this moment and feel a little bit of joy with the Holy Spirit. Just close your eyes and let him surround you. Let him walk into the room. Let him sit beside you. Just feel his presence, his company, the company of God, the creator of everything, who always was and always is. The creator of everything is right there with you. And he takes residence in your heart. He's forgotten your past. He's forgiven your sin. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's already forgiven you. It's important for you to ask so that you can acknowledge his love, so that you can acknowledge the fact that he has forgiven you. But I promise you, he's already forgiven you. He loves you. And he wants you to rest in that today. And that's where your peace comes from, is the love of the Father. It doesn't come from the rewards of the Father, the tangible rewards. It comes from his love. That's the reward that's what we're working towards with this life it's perseverance and if we're able to laugh about the struggle that we feel today if we're able to find joy in the trial just like Paul did consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance perseverance is the only thing required He says, just keep going. Just keep breathing. Sometimes that's all we can do is just sit there and breathe another breath. And that's good enough for God. 
It really is. Just breathe in his love. Let the world slip away those problems. Jesus himself says tomorrow is going to take care of itself. Don't worry, tomorrow will take care of itself. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. God's going to handle it. It's not going to break you. It's not going to kill you. You already died if you belong to Jesus. The only thing left is eternity, and that's good news. That's the gospel. So the life you live today, you might as well just smile about it. Because we have eternity, and that is something to smile about. It's good news. It's the best news. That's all that matters. I hope this speaks to you. I hope this resonates with you. I hope the Holy Spirit is doing something in your midst right now. He loves you. He cares about you. He sees you. And you're doing a good job. Just keep going. We'll reach the end of the race one day. And he is going to smile and he's going to look at you and he's going to say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Just abide in his love. And that's the reward. God loves you. He already proved that love. He's not just saying that he loves you. He demonstrated that love by giving his son. It's unconditional. It's a gift that he's not going to take back. He paid the ultimate price. And if there's resentment or bitterness in your heart, if there's anything you're holding on to that doesn't feel quite right, God already paid the price for that. And you have no right to hold on to it. That's foolish to hold on to that because he already paid for it. So if there's anything you're holding on to, something somebody did to you, something that is their fault, just forgive them. Just please let go because God already did that for you. To hold on to something wrong is to say that God's price wasn't enough. And that's not okay. Just let it go. Just let it go. the best thing you can do if you truly forgive someone is to give. That's what God did for us. He demonstrated his forgiveness by giving. Give is in the word forgive. Forgiveness isn't something we say, it's something we do. It's a sacrifice. It's supposed to cost us something. If forgiveness doesn't cost us something, if we're not able to give to the person that we feel wronged by, then it's not forgiveness. Is this making sense? I know it is. I know the Holy Spirit's doing something inside of you. And maybe that thing you're holding on to, that grudge, that resentment, that fear, Maybe that's what's keeping you from seeing the fullness of God's love. It might just be a tiny little splinter. It might just be a little thing. But you're still holding on to it. You're waiting for the other person to be the bigger man. You're waiting for his turn to apologize. And that's not the way it works in the kingdom. We take it on our shoulders when other people do wrong. We forgive them just as Christ forgave us.
And that's when we begin to see. Healing happens when we forgive. Healing isn't just physical. There's a reason God healed the blind. Yeah, he performed miracles in those people's lives at that time, but it's to paint a bigger picture. We're the blind people today. We don't see the kingdom because we're blind. The kingdom is right in front of us. The kingdom is in our brothers and sisters. The kingdom is in our hearts. And when we're holding on to grudges, when we're holding on to fear, when we worry, that's what separates us. That's what blinds us from the love of God. That's your miracle. Let it go. That's your miracle. Just let go. Just open your hands. And if you need to give, then give. And if it costs you too much, it already costs God too much. He gave everything. The least we can do is give a little bit to somebody who hurt us. The least we can do is give everything to the God who already gave everything to us. If you think for a second that your personal problems are too big for God, if you think they don't matter to God, you think they're too small to God, you're mistaken. He cares. He loves you. The Holy Spirit wants to touch you right now and reveal His love to you so that you can manifest that love to others. That is why you're alive today. Nothing else matters. I want to encourage you to open your Bible tonight, wherever you are. Just find some quiet time. Even if it's just 10 minutes, God deserves everything. I think you can sacrifice 10 minutes for the one who sacrifices life for you. To read the words that he already said, the words will come alive. The word of God, the Bible, the words in that Bible, they're relevant today. They're alive today and they're going to move in your heart in a way that they have never moved in anyone else's heart because you are unique and the word is in you and the word is God. So when you open that Bible, open your mind when you open the Bible. Open your mind with that and receive God's love. Let it speak to you. Let it convict your heart. And just like it says in James, do not just merely listen to the word, do what it says. That's what's going to change your life. That's the miracle. It's Jesus. It's the gospel. And I encourage you to get in that and read that. Even if you've heard that stuff before, it's important to know it in your heart so that you can do it, so that you can be the word, that you can live it, so that you can demonstrate his love just like he's already done that for you. That is what brings people to the kingdom. There's nothing you can say that's going to convince somebody that they're worthy of the love of God. It's your life. Your life is proof. If you're feeling unfulfilled, unsatisfied that's the missing piece you're supposed to manifest the love of God with your life and the best place to start is right there on your knees in prayer be truthful with God maybe you're mad at him maybe there's something he promised that you feel like you deserve 
<laughs> He'll speak to you. He'll meet you in that place when you get honest. God meets us exactly where we are. When we're honest, that's when we realize where we are. If you're mad at God, he can handle it. He's God. He can handle it if you're mad. He can handle it if you tell him you're mad. Get specific. He's your dad. He wants what's best for you. And the best prayer that you can pray is the same prayer Jesus prayed. Thy will be done. Because if we're praying for anything other than God's will, we're praying for the wrong thing. It's when His will becomes our will, that's when we begin to receive what He intended. And it's not going to look like anything you ever wanted. It's going to blow your mind. Just His love, that's the reward. I hope you spend time with this word tonight. Hope you spend time with God. Everything else can wait. Your friends can wait. Those plans you made, they're not more important than the plans God already made for you. He just wants you to love Him back. I love you. I love you so much. God loves you. Peace be with you.